Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. This has been Rogers. I have in studio with me Miss Jody Pitts. She is from so much, and we're focused. We're going to focus on what she's doing in several different areas uh, of the community. But we're going to start first. Good morning, Jody. I'm sorry. Good morning, Ben. Thanks for being here. Um, so she serves uh, on the board uh, with, with me and several others on the Cityscape board. And you've actually been on the board how long now? I started in 2018. Oh wow, you're seasoned. I know you've been on there a few years, but I, or a couple years. That's good. So. We have experience like you on the board, and we need that because I don't know what I'm doing. So Well, we'll figure it out together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but it's a great board. And so this past weekend, um, we had Taste the Town, and it was at the Walton House at Tennessee Tech, the president, uh, President Oldham and his wife's uh, house. And I was not able to attend. I've known that since last year when I got on the board. It was just conflict, and I couldn't be there. But you were there, and you worked hard. So how did it go? It was amazing. It was so beautiful. And, you know, I just have to give a big shout out um, to the Oldhams for, um, you know, allowing us to use that space at their house because it's such a perfect setting. Um, it's just so beautiful and great parking. And, you know, it's in the middle of town. And it, it was just it was amazing. That's good. See, and I'm glad you said parking because parking is getting scarce everywhere anymore Mm -hmm. and when you have a big event like that you want to make it accessible for people and when you got decent parking they're happy to be there and they're happy to go right right it definitely makes a difference when you're considering events to go to downtown i think that that's at the forefront of everyone's mind is you know um is there parking available and uh, contrary to what most people think there is more parking downtown than yeah, you know, than than what people think. Um, there's actually quite a bit of free parking and uh, public parking downtown, but uh, it is a factor when you have a large scale event. So. And we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about parking later on because we're going to mention while on the west side at some point in this show, and that's where a lot of people. I mean, thousands of people come to that. I guess. How many people roughly were at uh, Taste the Town? You know. I think it was right at 500. Oh, that's good. That's a great turnout because last year it did not happen. Is that, isn't that, isn't that correct? We have not had taste of the town for two years yeah. uh, because of COVID and, and just the timing of event planning. So do you feel like um, y'all were a little bit rusty when it come to this taste of the town or did you, I mean, cause I felt like in the meetings we were at, y'all were just on top of it prepared um you know there was some group text on saturday and friday but everybody was just like i got it i'll take care of it that's that's just how the board that we have is so good yeah the board that we have is really a great group of people and we're all so passionate about cityscape and the mission of that organization that i felt like everyone just cooperated so well together which is such a blessing when you're on a board because Mm -hmm. you don't it's like a group project like you don't want those people who don't do anything you know you want a board that's active and involved and and ready to pitch in and roll up their sleeves and help um as far as being rusty i don't think that holly freeman is ever rusty about anything (laughs) she she was amazing with this event and it was so beautiful i think it was the most gorgeous taste of the town that we have ever had it was so pretty Wow. Good job, Holly. Good job, board. Uh, I, I'm, I'm proud to be on there and look forward to working for several more years uh, with the board. And so speaking of our mission, and I've had Holly on and we've talked about the mission of Cityscape and we can briefly touch on it today, but something that we have coming up and actually you and, and a couple others or, or really three others are more involved than the rest of the board, but everybody's trying to chip in and help out. There's a fundraiser next week uh, and it's happening on which day? Uh, it is Wednesday, May twenty fifth. So next, so next Wednesday, just a few days away, uh, we're we're looking at a fundraiser, and 
for the Cream City sign. So first, how did you get involved with this project? Well, I think I was recruited for the board because I have a lot of events experience. And, you know, when you're on a board, quite often you're recruited for some special skill that you have. Um, And I don't know that event planning is a special skill, but it certainly is something I have experience with. So, um, you know, Holly was so busy planning Taste of the Town, and it's such a huge event that's so important to the members of Cityscape that she really didn't have um, a a lot of time available to put towards this other uh, event. But we knew we wanted to have it on the 25th at the end of school because we're we're coining it as um, an end of school kick off to summer celebration. So we really wanted that date. And, you know, Holly just said, I, I don't think that I have the capacity to do it. And since I have event planning experience, I, I just said, well, I'll I'll take the reins and sort of plan this. Um, and so we, we put together a small committee, which is, um, you know, me and Hannah Davis and and uh, Brent Young and John Ross Alberson and uh, Claire uh, Blattner, who is our intern. And uh, we've been working really hard to get this event ready, and I'm just excited. I hope everybody comes out. So let's talk about, I mean, of course, May 25th. What time are we starting? 3.30 to 7. So right um, after school. Right after school. Come out and just celebrate. I think that's um, a really good promotion time to get. I mean, so as kids get, they're excited because are they off school Thursday and then go two hours Friday? Yeah. 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 So they got the next day off. Correct. But no, no homework due. No worry about school. Just uh, they can go and just have a lot of fun. So let's talk about why we're doing the fundraiser and then we'll get into actually what's going to happen there so what so what's the purpose of the fundraiser so the purpose of the fundraiser is to raise money for the cream city sign Uh, a lot of people might not know but cityscape actually pays to maintain um, the sign and we pay for the electricity to keep the sign running um, each month and so you know that's that's a vintage antique neon sign Um, And the repairs and the maintenance and the upkeep can be pretty costly, uh, which, you know, we're we're happy to do because it's such an iconic piece for Cookville. Uh, You always see pictures of it when anyone is promoting Cookville. The Cream City sign is very representative and very well known for uh, for tourism and and other promotions for Cookville. Yeah, Cityscape. I don't know how many um, businesses or, or groups or organizations have done ornaments for Cream City sign, but I know Cityscape has. We have a couple on our Christmas tree every year. It's just iconic, and I think it's iconic throughout the state. Right, right. I mean, when I'm, I say I'm from Putnam County or Baxter, Cooper, like, oh yeah, they they say two things: Ralph's Donuts and Cream City, mm-hmm. and that's the things they think about. Other than Tennessee Tech, of course. Um, but so we we're you know we have a charge of preserving it. We want to preserve that sign. Of course, the Cream City ice cream business does not own that building, and I know the savages they're they're there. They the lady that does and the signs on her building. But we've stepped up and said we want to do this for you. We want to do this for our city. We want to do this for downtown. And this is one way to help maintain that. Correct. Yeah. Um. So they lease the building. Uh, cream City does. And the building owner um, is, you know, an older lady and she's not in town. And so um, we felt like it's important to keep the sign operational, fully operational and just on every night and just being that beacon for downtown. And so we uh, we wanted to do this fundraiser. So, um, you know, that's that's the story behind it. The sign has been there since 1950. 
Uh, the original sign was lost in a building fire in 1948. Oh, wow. So that, bu- that sign was placed there in 1950 and has been in that location since then. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great history. So uh, 72 years that sign has been there. Right. And it weighs three tons. Oh, golly. So how in the world did they get that thing up there? Some kind of <laughs> crane, I guess. Um, so... Is this the first time Cityscape has done a fundraiser for this? It is not. We we did have a fundraiser. I believe it was in the summer of 2018. So it was right before I came on the board. Um, Laura Wolf was the executive director then, and they had a, a fundraiser. And you'll still see some of the T-shirts running around town. People have the T-shirts. So um, most of the events um, or most of the activities at the event are free, but we are going to raise funds through limited edition merchandise that you can purchase that has the Cream City sign on it, and it has a little hashtag, support the sign. Um, and then we also are going to be selling ice cream, and Cream City is going to donate the proceeds from the ice cream back to the sign. Wow. Good for Chris and Karen. Yeah. I need to call them and tell them thanks for that, because Chris and I served on the county commission together. Just a good guys. Whole family. Karen's wonderful, Just they're, and they're great business people. Great. They give back to the community all the time. Kids are wonderful. Uh, so I, I need to call him when we finish and just thank him for that. So let's talk about uh, the activities that's available for the children and adults. I mean, I know, you know, I plan on being there and I, I don't want to get in any children's way, but I'm going to have some fun too. So what's, what are the activities that's going to happen? Uh, so we're going to have bounce houses. Um, we're going to have face painting. We're going to have a dunking booth. It will be um, staff members from the Putnam County school system that are in the dunking booth kind of as the end of school uh, celebration. So Corby King is actually going to go in first. So if you want your chance to dunk uh, Mr. King, you're going to need to come out early. He starts at (laughs) 4 o'clock. I'm bringing unlimited cash for Corby. Uh, Do we know anybody, any other staff members? Um, I'm putting you on the spot, I'm sure. Yes. So I can find it. Give me a minute. Oh, you're good. But so that's just, so is there a size limit on the bounce houses? I want to know because I might want to get in there. (laughs) Well, we're going to have one for smaller kids. So we might let you into the biggest one. Okay. 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 Well, and so we'll have, we'll have. Uh, Putnam County administration, Putnam County staff, teachers, and Duncan Booths, and that's that's all in good fun. It's not we're not there. I'm just kidding, Corby. I'm not coming to punish you, but I might want to dunk you at least one time. Um, and so uh, the, the but the main way to raise money for this is we have some sponsors too, which we'll we'll probably get to shortly. Is just some merchandise, and so the, you know you have the T-shirts. Are there, are we going to do ornaments? Um, at this fundraiser, do we know Christmas ornaments? I'm not sure if we have any Cream City ones left, but okay. if we do, yes, we will pull those out. So we will have the T-shirts. We're also going to have some sweatshirts that you can go ahead and grab. I know um, my kids are in middle school, and they say it's always cold in the classroom, so they always take a hoodie or a sweatshirt to school with them. Um, so we'll have the T-shirts, the sweatshirts, some ornaments if we have those left. We also have stickers that you can put on water bottles or your computer or whatever um and then over in the face painting area uh, which there's no cost for face painting but for the younger kids that might not be able to sit still long enough to get their face painted or just are unsure about it we've got some little cream city and 
temporary tattoos that we can put on them that are a little bit faster. So. <laughs> That's great. Kid, little small kids and 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 I mean uh, teenagers and everything. They love tattoos, uh, especially the fake ones that the parents can wash off later. This is great information. We're going to take a break in just a minute. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the fundraiser some more. We're going to get into what Jody does for her career uh, every day at the Small Business Development Center and a little bit more about Cityscape as we go forward. You're listening to Local Matters with Ben Rogers, Jody Pitts from Cityscape Board, uh, Small Business Development Center at the Upcoming Development District, and so much more is with me. We'll be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Jody Pitts from uh, Cityscape, uh, from the Small Business Development Center. We're talking about all that stuff today. Uh, one of the highlights of our conversation is the fundraiser that's happening next week on Wednesday, uh, the 25th, starting at 3.30. And uh, we were talking about one of some of the activities, and we're having administrators from the school system and staff come and be in a Duncan booth. So for people like me that want to get back at like Corby for something that he didn't do, uh, I can go dunk him. And then there's uh, the kids can go dunk maybe some of their favorite teachers. Do you who is going to be there, Jody? So the lineup that we currently have um, is uh, Corby King will start it out, and then Marsha Wyatt, who's the wonderful, wonderful principal at uh, Baxter Primary School. Uh, and she's a friend of mine. She's fantastic. Um, I don't know that anybody would want to dunk her, but maybe. Um, Tara Brooks, who's principal at Prescott Middle, she's amazing, too. Uh, Bubba Winningham, I think Bubba's a favorite. Um, Kathy Cohen, uh, she's the assistant principal at Jerry Whitson Elementary. Uh, Tina Francis, who is the principal at Jerry Whitson Lacey Loggins, who's the assistant principal at Baxter Primary. Um, Mel Presley, she's the assistant principal at Avery Trace. Um, Mr. Duncan, who is the head of schools at Highland Rim Academy. And Mr. Crockett, who is head of the upper school at Highland Rim Academy. So I was waiting for one name. And he's one of my best friends in the world. And that's Ben Heron, the assistant principal at Allgood Middle School. And I'm going to get on Bubba uh, Winningham for not bringing Ben. If Ben was going, I would spend all my money on ducking Ben. <laughs> that would ha- definitely happen. But um, that's great. I mean, I think to me, when the kids see their mentors and their administrators, the people they see every day willing to do something like this, I think it just gets excitement. At the end of the school year is exciting anyway, but it gets excitement going into the summer that, hey, these people are, they, they do love us. They're here. So I think that's awesome. Let's talk about the exact location of where it's going to be. I mean, well, obviously, it's going to be in front of Cream City, but uh, we're closing part of the street down there. Yes. Yes. So the Broad Street is going to shut down from um, Cedar to Oak. 
So that section, which is right there in front of Cream City and the depot, that's going to be shut down um, just for, you know, the the part of the day for this event. Um, So it's a street party. Everything's going to be in the street. Um, You know, like I said, we're going to have all the activities, balloons, face painting, all that stuff. We're also going to have um, Southern Rock Bounce and Barbecue is going to come and set up their food truck. So that if the little ones after school are hungry, you can get them some some food and they don't have to fill up just on ice cream. Um, so they'll be there. And, of course, there are wonderful local restaurants that are within walking distance. Yeah, of course. I mean, you, I mean you're going to be downtown. You're going to have access to everything. I mean, you can go sit at the depot. You can hang out, eat ice cream over there, your food. Southern Rock's really good food, by the way. Um, I've, I've been going there a long time. So great things happening. Trying to preserve the Cream City sign. It's a beautiful icon for us. Um, when it's not on, I'm like, oh man, the sign's not on for whatever reason. It's mm-hmm. not because we turned it off on purpose, but when it's not on, um, it's, you know, it's like, oh, so this will help keep it going. Um, I think it's a great charge that we have and a great response. And I'll thank you for leading it up. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. So I hope everybody can make it next Wednesday, the 25th, um, right there in front of Cedar and Oak, right in front of Cream City Ice Cream, a big, big street party and the kids. It's really, it's about raising money for the sign and it's about the kids having a good time, closing out the school year. Families coming and joining each other. I uh, hope there's a ton of people there, and uh, I hope Chris sells out of ice cream or runs out of ice cream is what I hope. So um, let's move on to something else. Let's talk about what you do every day, and what you do every day is very important, not only with the cityscape, but what you're doing at the Upper Cone Development District with the Small Business Development Center, and you mentioned your marketing background. Is that what you do for the SBDC? So I'm a small business counselor with the SBDC, but a lot of what I do is helping businesses with marketing um, and helping them figure out, you know, what their strategy is going to be with marketing stuff. We also just do uh, general business counseling for any stage of the business from startup to, you know, succession planning. So... One of the issues with small businesses, probably in our area, they may think, uh, and we mentioned it a little bit or a little bit earlier in the show, is if you're wanting to locate downtown, they may think, well, there's no parking. And we've talked off air and we've talked before, there is more parking out there. So what I would do, if you're interested in doing a small business uh, downtown, which actually there's not a whole lot of space anymore for a business to set up. I know there's some refurbishing some buildings. We've got a new restaurant coming in. Um, but... I would co- encourage you to call a small business development center and just talk to them about, you know, how do we start a small business? Uh, w- what's going to be some of our hurdles? Uh, you know, if we're going to go downtown, is parking a hurdle? And you can tell them, no, not really, because there's access to parking. Yeah. And that's, or that's some of the questions y'all get when, this, when they call y'all? Yes, we get all kinds of questions. You know, we have access to reports that can show sort of, um, some of the consumer habits and, um, you know, just gaps in the market as far as uh, types of businesses that, that could be available to our community. Uh, we service all 14 counties of the Upper Cumberland through the Development District. Uh, and, you know, we're happy to um, to meet with, with businesses that are starting in any of those 14 counties and uh, it can be a little bit of a haul for those people that are in the outer counties. So we do offer appointments by phone and also by Zoom. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're servicing people. We're also out in the counties a lot doing educational stuff. Uh, we were down in Carthage a couple weeks ago doing um, a session on marketing for small businesses, just sort of a, a 101 class. 
Um, we did one at the Cookville Chamber last week called Where's the Money, which is about helping you find funding to get your business started or, or to expand. Does it cost anybody to call and talk to y'all? Does it cost them anything? No, we are actually funded by a grant through the SBA, the Small Business Administration. And so um, all of our services are free, 100% free all of the time. We're just a resource to support small businesses and entrepreneurs in the community. So right now, of course, you know, the pandemic slowed down everything, I feel like, for some people, and some people were able to keep thriving. Have you seen a pickup of calls or inquiries to the Small Business Development Center since COVID has or the pandemic has slowed down? Have y'all seen a pickup in volume? Yes. So what's interesting is that I feel like um, the the SBA was kind of on the back burner for many years. Well, what happened is that the SBA rolled out the PPP loans and the EIDL loans um, during COVID. And so all of a sudden, the SBA was on the forefront and really pivotal in helping these small businesses get through COVID. And so we've seen a tremendous amount of activity around both of those uh, pots of funding for small businesses. But also, I think in times of distress, um, people tend to lean into creativity. And so we, we saw a record number of business startups during COVID. We were busier with business startups during COVID than in the several years prior to that. And that was a trend nationally. Wow. And that's, that surprised me a little because... Things are shutting down and slowing down, but people are still wanting to be entrepreneurs. Right. Well, I think that it, you know, being at home forced you to kind of tap into those things that are that are in you when you get bored or or when you have more time on your hands or when you're refocused uh, your thinking, you know. And so I think people were like, hmm, you know, maybe I can do this or maybe I do have time to do this. And so they really were being ambitious and starting those, you know, side hustles or maybe replacing um, a stream of income that they had lost altogether. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I had Tyler on last year. We talked about the Small Business Development Center and um, I had forgotten that actually people were still trying to start businesses during the pandemic. So I think that's a credit to y'all too, because obviously you're out there marketing what y'all do and you're a resource for them. So I, they can, they feel like they can call you and rely on you. I want to talk a little bit more about that, uh, SPDC when we come back after this break. I'm with Jody Pitts in studio. This is Ben Rogers on Local Matters. Be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Jody Pitts. Just wonderful visit so far. I, I of course, I guess we didn't really meet until last year but i've enjoyed getting to know you and enjoy serving on the board with you and just working with you in our careers together great information we've talked about cream city fundraiser we're talking about her career at the small business development center um such a great resource for counties people in counties that want to start a small business absolutely um and even a lot of times you know we i have to hand it to cookville cookville in the surround the, the whole upper cumberland is such a collaborative um community and I love collaboration and I, I love it here and I love that we do that all the time. And I think that we work so well with anyone that supports small businesses. So we work really well with lenders, with banks, um, with the the Biz Foundry, with the Center for Rural Innovation at Tennessee Tech. Um, you know, we all have the Business Resource Collective, which is basically a funnel for anybody that needs help with business. And um, we'll plug you in somewhere. Um, but you know, we, we have this great collaboration. So a lot of times we even get businesses that come to us when they're getting private funding from a bank, traditional lenders, 
and they say, hey, they just need help with their business plan or they need help with their financial projections. Can you guys do that? And we absolutely do. We have tools that we can provide to you as a business owner for free. Uh, And you can just plug kind of plug and play. They're like templates that will populate all of that information for you so it's the sbdc is a great resource it it really doesn't matter what you need help with in your business we we either have the resources or we can connect you with someone else that can help you with them that's great um what y'all take pride in so much that y'all do and you've been successful in helping people uh one thing i want i do want to ask you um is when you is our business too big that that you can't really that you don't know if you can help or maybe you need to focus on something smaller you ever get those calls um we do and what's interesting about the definition of a small business is it's 500 employees or less okay but that is per location so even if you have a franchise sometimes we're able to go in and help you know because they're under that cap um with revenue it's also a cap of i believe 7.2 million on revenue okay um so most businesses in our area fit into you know what the sba defines as a small business wow that's a lot of people might be reaching out to you right that's why you're there and that's great so y'all y'all do like an intern program right yeah yeah we do um so we have an intern program that is again funded by a grant from the state and we partner with uh, Tennessee Tech College of Business. Um, we really go outside of the College of Business because um, what we've done is create this uh, really innovative model for um, internships. And I have to give credit to Michael Akins and Tyler Asher because this was kind of their brainchild. And um, I came along last summer and kind of revamped it and reworked it and retooled it. And we've got we've got some great traction going. Um, but if you own a business or if you've ever been an intern, like, you know, that the, the hardest part about having an intern is like, what do you have them do all day? Right. So, um, we were like, you know, that's not working and that's just not the best use of, um, a college student's time or maybe a business owner's time. So what we did is we created this intern program where they are project based instead of company based. So they work almost as independent contractors. Um, so the businesses will will contact us and say, hey, I need help with a website or I need help with um, a kickoff event or I need help with creating a flyer or a logo or I need a financial analysis. And we have this team that we've assembled with different skill sets and I will assign an intern to go in and create or complete that project for the business. And then as soon as they're done, they're gone. Um and they move on to another project. So it's a really cool program because the business owner doesn't have to invest a lot of time. They kind of just lay out what they need. Um, the interns are managed by me weekly. And so it's, um, you know, it moves really quickly. That's great. Like So because most business owners don't know how to do every single thing, every aspect of the business. And they may learn it, but to get started, if they don't know how to do a financial analysis, you've got resources for that. Right, right. And they come from tech. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. That is wonderful. So that not only helps the business owner and helps y'all, that helps Tennessee Tech. Yes. And it may actually, you know, excite some students at Tech to be, because they're getting out in the real world. They're getting experience firsthand of how business works or what they can do to help a business or some of the the, inner workings of a business. I think that's great. Yeah. So the internship's going so well, 
are y'all not going uh, go global with this? Are y'all presenting this somewhere? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we just got the announcement that we got chosen to present about this, um, the the dynamics of this internship um, at the National Conference for uh, Small Business Development Centers. So it's the ASBDC, which is America's Small Business Development Center National Conference. It is in September in San Diego, and uh, we got chosen to present about this very model of um, innovative internships. That's awesome. Do you know of a lot of other small business development centers doing something similar to this? Or are, you, are you one of the few? Obviously, it's rare because you're getting to present on it. Yeah, I, fr- I know that we are the only one in the state that is doing it oh, this wow. way, but I'm not sure nationally. Um, but I know that that anyone we've told about it has been pretty intrigued. Um, but it is, it's great experiential learning for the student. There's nothing like it for them as far as experience goes. Um, and it's, it's really great for the business owners because like you said, they're great at what they do, but if they're a carpenter, they might not know how to create a flyer for social media or or a marketing plan. And so we're able to just come and plug in and save them that expense from having to hire someone to do it. I know your your marketing background. You get excited when you get phone calls about doing marketing stuff. Yeah, I really <laughs> geek out on all the algorithms and you know all all of that. But um, I do. I get excited about it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Small Business Development Center is um, again just a great resource for the Upper Cumberland, and, and you're getting calls from all over. Um, and it's you know most of the businesses, like you said, here in the area probably qualify. And mm-hmm. so, if you're needing some help. If you're thinking about starting a business, if you were in the pandemic and got outside and realized you can do landscaping or you can do carpentry work or you can do whatever and you want to pursue a, uh, a career in that, call you, right? Yeah, just call us. You know, What's the all, phone number? Uh, the phone number for the Small Business Development Center, um, you can call the UCD, UCDD office and they'll get you in touch with us. Or you can call um, you can call me directly. Uh, 931-255-1066. Awesome. How many staff are at the SBDC that work with you? Um, So statewide, there are a lot because there are 14 centers across the state. But in this center that's based out of Cookville, serving the Upper Cumberland, it's just me and Tyler Asher. Oh, wow. How do y'all do it? <laughs> well, we we have a scheduling tool that helps. Oh, my goodness. Um, and we're very intentional. But, you know, we really like to be involved in the community, and we feel like that is so important. And each center um, kind of operates with a different um, with a different platform and a different dynamic with their community, depending on the needs. But I feel like the Upper Cumberland is so um, community-focused that we really feel like it's important to make our rounds and get out to those outer counties so if you are a chamber director or, you know, anything that supports small businesses and you want um, some educational classes or workshops, we have a huge variety of topics that we can we can come and do that in your community. That's awesome. So before you leave, I, I, I'm not a, I don't have a marketing mind. I'm not very creative when it comes to that stuff. I want to know how did your passion for marketing start? So um, it actually started by force. Uh, I didn't I didn't like marketing. Um, I was working at WCTE at the television station and um, I was over the events and community outreach department. And um, my supervisor, Avery Hutchins, was like, you know, 
uh, they're a small organization. And she said, you know, you're going to have to market your own stuff. You're going to have to figure it out. And so I started there and just did continued education for years. And so I've been in marketing almost 10 years now. Um, and I just I, I've grown to love it so much. I actually have launched my own marketing agency. Uh, we started in January. Oh, and, great. Uh, yeah. So you can help businesses with your career and outside of your career. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Or yeah. you can help. I mean, marketing reaches. Marketing is a tool. And I, it's, see, I didn't understand this in college because all I was focused on was accounting. Marketing really is the tool to reach everybody, to it inform is. people about what is going on and everything going on in life, really. So I think that's great. Um, so we, we we start out with Cream City. I don't want to leave here without um, the Cream City fundraiser for the sign. So I don't want to leave here without talking about the sponsors because that's really what helps us get to – the success of the fundraiser, and I hope it's going to be successful. And I know people listening is going to go uh, get the word out, tell everybody. So who are the sponsors for the Cream City fundraiser next week? Yeah, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Blue Waters Equipment because they stepped up and said, hey, we'll provide all of the bounce houses for the event. So we're going to have three really great bounce houses there from Blue Waters. Uh, we also have Magnolia Marketing, which is my company, uh, The Rustic Nail, um, Vertical Coffee Company, which was formerly Brost. Um, and we're just so excited, you know, that Cream City is coming in and donating the proceeds from the ice cream. Yeah. So do you have a favorite ice cream over there? Just curious. You know, it kind of depends on what kind of mood I'm in, because in the summer, I really like the fruity flavors. But then when it's cold outside, if I want ice cream, I want something that's really like rich and chocolatey. Yeah. So I'm a chocolate guy. And uh, well, it's weird. I don't eat a lot of chocolate ice cream, but I like chocolate in my ice cream, like fudge and all that stuff. Tennessee fudge is my go to every time. And (laughs) one time Chris was out of it, went in there and he was working. I was like, man. I'm just heartbroken right now. <laughs> He's like, why? I said, you ain't got Tennessee fudge. He's like, it's on the truck on its way back here. I promise <laughs> you. So great stuff, Jody. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate your passion for public service because you are in public service. That's what my show is about is, is in, in making people aware of what's going on in our community. And this fundraiser is very important for a lot of reasons. If you enjoy going in the Cream City or to the depot and seeing that sign, please support this fundraiser on Wednesday. It's May 25th. It's next week, starting at 3.30 from 7. The location's right in front of Cream City between Cedar and Oak. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a lot of activities for kids. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Anytime. Uh, And remember, the Small Business Development Center, folks, if you have a need and you're wanting to start a small business or you're in a small business and you need a need, they have interns, they have access and resources to help you. So give them a call at the Development District and the Small Business Development Center. This has been Rogers for Local Matters. I hope you have a great week, a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile at somebody than to frown. I promise you, you're going to make somebody's day. Say hello, say hi to them, make them smile, and we'll be a lot better off in this world if you do. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll see you next week.